The new tax law implemented in 2018 greatly impacted the taxation of businesses. In this episode, I am going to highlight the most significant changes. Welcome to the Accounting Tips for Entrepreneurs podcast. My name is Jeff Skolnick and I am a CPA with 35 years of experience working with small business owners, entrepreneurs, and network marketers on how to make their business more successful by understanding how taxes can work in their favor and not hurt their business. Each and every week I'm going to come to you with short, quick, and helpful tips on not only how to make sure you are doing everything possible to minimize your income tax liability, but also how to create the income for your business that you truly deserve. Here are the most significant changes to businesses as a result of the new tax law. I want to start out by talking about the corporate rate. The corporate rate is cut to 21% after 2017 for all C corporations. Prior to 2018, the corporate tax rates paid by C corporations ranged from 15% on the first $50,000 of taxable income to 25% for the next $25,000 of income, and then the rates went to 34 and 35% thereafter. There is no longer a special tax rate on a personal service corporation. A personal service corporation was previously taxed at 35%. The definition of a personal service corporation was defined as a C-corporation that performs services in the fields of health, law, engineering, architecture, accounting, actuarial science, performing arts, or consulting. In addition, there is no longer an alternative minimum tax for corporations. Just as individuals have alternative minimum tax, corporations did as well. And the idea of it, as the name implies, was to have corporations pay a certain amount of tax even if they had a lot of deductions. This applied to corporations that had an average annual gross receipts of seven and a half million over a three year period, or five million if it was the first three years of of the company's existence. Again, after 2017, there is no longer an alternative minimum tax on corporations. New Code Section 199A. This is the 20% deduction on qualified business income or deduction of up to 20% on qualified business income of a pass-through entity. Pass-through entity is defined as a sole proprietorship. It can be an interest in a partnership. S-corporation could be income from a trust. Could also be income from rental real estate. Uh, This is, in my opinion, the best deduction that's been given to small businesses And in fact, uh, I believe it in it so much. I've done a separate podcast solely on this 20% deduction and I've written some information on it as well. So if you need more information, go to my website, www.jeffcpaworld.com. Now I want to get into some depreciation changes that were made. These are huge, huge deductions that are available for companies and I just want you guys to be aware of them. Increase section 179 expensing. Section 179 is the Internal Revenue Code section that allows fixed assets to be fully written off in the year of purchase rather than depreciated over a number of years. Beginning after 2017, the annual first year expensing amount will be $1 million. This is up from $500,000 previous to 2018. The phase out 
which currently began, which currently began or began at two million dollars prior to 2018, now begins at two and a half million dollars. Now, what the phase out is, when you buy more than two and a half million dollars of fixed assets, your Section 179 deduction starts to be reduced or phased out dollar for dollar for each purchase that you make or for every dollar that you purchase until you reach three and a half million dollars. In which case, your one million dollar Section 179 deduction would be totally gone. This deduction is available for new and used equipment. Most assets, with the exception of real property, are eligible. Qualified improvement property, which is basically leasehold improvements done by either a landlord or a tenant on a commercial property, are eligible for Section 179 expensing. Bonus depreciation. Beginning September 28, 2017, so again, this is one of the very few uh, provisions of the tax law that took hold before 2018. So beginning September 28, 2017 through December 31st, 2022, eligible property may be expensed 100% in the year of acquisition. Again, instead of being depreciated over a number of years. Each year subsequent to 2022, the percentage will drop. So any assets that were purchased in 2023 that were eligible for bonus depreciation will only be allowed an 80% bonus depreciation, 60% for assets purchased in 2024, 40% for assets purchased in 2025, 20% for assets purchased in 2026, and 0% thereafter. Bonus depreciation will now apply to both new and used property. Prior to this tax law, it was only available for new property. This provision applies to basically the same assets as we just discussed with Section 179 expensing with one very, very notable exception, and that is qualified improvement property. Again, this is the leasehold improvements that are made by either tenant or landlord on a commercial property. Now, when the law was written and when it was being explained, everybody was told that qualified improvement property would be eligible for bonus depreciation. However, when the law was drafted, there was an error in the wording and qualified improvement property was not classified correctly and therefore does not qualify for bonus depreciation. If there is any update to this, I will certainly let everybody know in a future podcast. Increases to limited limits on luxury automobile depreciation. Certain automobiles are considered to be luxury luxury automobiles and they have limitation placed on the amount of depreciation you can take. So in other words, you can't buy a $500,000 automobile and take a $500,000 deduction over five years. It's not allowed. But prior to 2018, um, what was considered to be a luxury automobile was a very low dollar amount. I'm going to give you the 2017 numbers as an example. If you purchased an auto in 2017, a a passenger vehicle, uh, the luxury auto limits were $11,160 in year one, $5,100 in year two, $3,050 in year three, and $1,875 each year thereafter. So this yielded a total depreciation deduction of only $23,060 over five years. Certainly not what anybody would consider to be a luxury automobile today. With the law change, the limits for 2018 were $10,000 for year one, $16,000 for year two, $9,600 for year three, and $5,760 for each year thereafter. That yields a total depreciation deduction of $47,120 
over five years. And I think that's much more in line with what a luxury automobile would be in today's world. Next thing I want to go over is limitations on business interests. And I want to preface this by saying this only applies to companies that average $25 million or more in sales. And honestly, in my practice, that doesn't involve very many people. I deal mostly with small businesses, but I did want to put this out there for anybody that um, may need to deal with this. So for years after 2017, again, if your company averaged $25 million or more in sales, uh, the amount of business interest that can be deducted on your return is limited to 30% of your adjusted taxable income. And taxable income is your regular taxable income adjusted by adding and subtracting certain things such as depreciation, net operating losses, and the deduction for qualified business income of pass-through entities. Next, I want to get into net operating losses. If a company incurred a net operating loss, expenses exceeded income prior to 2018, then the rule was the loss would be carried back to the tax return filed two years ago and carried forward 20 years. So as an example, Let's say in 2017, you had a business that lost $200,000. And in 2015, let's say you had filed a return that had income of $300,000. You would carry the $200,000 loss first back to 2015. You would reduce that income to $100,000. You'd file an amended return and you would get a refund. Now, let's say that you had a $200,000 loss in 2017 and you went back to 2015 and there was only a $100,000 profit. Well, you would use the $100,000 profit, reduce the income to zero, and then the $100,000 that was not used by 2015 would be carried forward into 2016 and either used there or if it wasn't completely used, it would be carried forward for the next 20 years until it was either used in its entirety or it expired. The new tax law changes the rule on net operating losses. It no longer allows a carryback. All losses are carried forward and there's no 20-year rule. They're carried forward indefinitely. Entertainment expenses, which were formerly allowed as deductions, although they were limited to 50%, are no longer deductible in 2018. Meals, uh, if you provide them for clients or for your staff, are still deductible at 50%. Prior to 2018, meals that were provided at or near business premises by an employer uh, were 100% deductible. They are now 50% deductible by businesses. There's also a small thing for transportation reimbursements. I don't know how many people dealt with this, but I had a few businesses that did. If you were a business that um, reimbursed employees for commuting to and from a place of employment from the employee's residence, those deductions are no longer allowed. Uh, and then lastly, I want to cover what's considered a partnership, partnership technical termination. Prior to 2018, uh, the laws were written to say if there was a 50% or more change in the interest of a partnership, then the partnership would, was automatically terminated. You'd have to file a final return, and, um, and if you wanted to reorganize with another partner, you'd have to start a whole new partnership. That law has been changed, and partnerships no longer no longer technically terminate on a f- more than 50% change in interest. So again, these are the major provisions of the 2018 tax law, at least in my opinion, that affect businesses and hope helps hope this helps everybody out. Please um, if you're looking for more information, go to my website www.jeffcpaworld.com.
Thanks again for listening to the Accounting Tips for Entrepreneurs podcast. If you could please head over to Apple Podcasts, iTunes, or Spotify and leave me a five-star rating and write a review. Also, please connect with me on social media. If there are any tax or accounting-related topics you would like me to cover, please don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. If you are that small business owner or entrepreneur that really wants to learn more about how to minimize your tax liability and maximize your income, just head over to www.jeffcpaworld.com and I'll see you over there. Have a great day.